Hey, Gabby. Hey. So today we're talking about balance. Right. <laughs> so as far as like work-life balance, on a scale of one to ten, where do you think you are? Oh. One to ten? Work-life balance. Ten is perfectly amazing. One is complete trash. Now, currently, I would say I'm at like a seven. But that's because... That's good. That's because a lot has changed with my (laughs) work-life balance. Um, I'm working part-time now because I'm taking care of my family. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's very balanced because I have now so much more time in the day to like take care of my family mm-hmm. and, and do other things that I'm working on versus when I was working nine hours a day and, you know, coming home trying to rush and do everything yeah. else. So right now it's like a seven. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. I actually am like, I'm like, I, I could do this for the rest of my life, honestly. I could work <laughs> this shift for the rest of my life and I would be absolutely okay. Yeah. Seven <laughs> is like goals. I mean, yeah. to be 10, that's like God almost. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if anyone can truly say 10 and be like 100% honest. I agree. What about you? Um, (laughs) not a seven. Okay. Um, hmm. I would say I'm going to give myself a five. Okay. I think it's like middle. It's not too bad. I don't want to go below that because Mm -hmm. I do take care of the things, all the things, you know what I mean? But I just feel like certain things don't get as much energy or attention as other things. And I feel like in a good work-life balance, you kind of need to prioritize. But before I go into that, let's uh-huh. talk about, like, what what is a good work-life balance? I feel like when I think of work-life balance, um, your priorities are being met. Mm-hmm. Things are flowing well in your day. That's in regards to um, your work, your family, your social life. Like, you're not feeling like you're constantly neglecting something. So yeah. I feel like that's a quote unquote balance. And I and I hate to use that term because I don't, I don't ever think anything's ever 100% balanced, yeah. but things flow well. Mhm. What about I you? I like that. I think that my definition is similar. Mm-hmm. Um it's not so much about how much time you give everything mm-hmm. cuz I think we get caught up on like trying to split up time like yeah. people say there's 24 hours in the day so you have 8 for work, 8 for sleep oh, and what no. are you doing with the other 8? And it's like <laughs> no. I'm trying to think like well I got 2 hours in the morning and I got two and a half after work and then like no. Yeah. It's not about how much time, it's about how much energy you put into mm, yeah. the different areas of, like you know what I mean, what you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. like that. <laughs> I like that. And then when you think about, again, going a little bit more deeper into this, your work-life balance, you think of like how many things, like how many aspects of our life do we, do we really have? You know, you mm-hmm. have work, you have your family, whether that's spouse or kids, or if you're taking care of family members, you have your social life, your friends, um, you have just the things you want to do in your downtime. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it's your hobbies, maybe it's your um, goals, your ambitions. I mean, there's so much that's like competing against each other. So So it's hard to say you have 24 hours, give so much to this, so much to this, so much to that, because there's so many different moving parts in our lives and it can't happen that way. And you know, I feel like in a, quote-unquote work-life balance you know some things will have to be on the priority list Mm -hmm. and then in different seasons that has to change Mm -hmm. and you know maybe one season you have like right now the season I have work is not you know not to say it's not priority but it's not it hasn't taken up so much time as it used to in the past Mm -hmm. and now I can focus more on family and that's that's where I'm at right now in the season you know who knows what's going to happen in the next months or you know whatever time frame and how that's going to look differently Mm -hmm. and I think that's okay but we have to understand that there's so many moving parts in our 
lives. Yeah. And there's always going to be things competing against each other. And like you were saying, it's about what energy you can give. Yeah. You know, and I think also st- taking a step back and evaluating those things and saying, okay, how much energy is this taking from me? Mm-hmm. Like for me, in all honesty, and this is just me, even if I was working in my passion, you know, doing something that I love for pay, mm-hmm. I still personally do not want to give all my energy to work. That's just yeah. not me. I, I love to work. I absolutely love it. I mm-hmm. really do. But in all honesty, if I would say what's the high, high priority list, it's like family. So it's important. But if I know that work is constantly draining me, draining me, draining me, and pulling me from those things, then I know something has to change. Yes, that's a really good point. Something has to change, you know. Um, Sometimes things can be negative in your life. And, you know, sometimes it's just us. We complain about the things that we know we have to do. Obviously, we will all want to just do the things we want to do, but that's not life. We have to have responsibilities. So if it's really that bad, then like you said, yes, we need to change. So I was actually listening to this podcast and they named five different states that you need to be in for different aspects of your life. And so the five states were focus, high energy, presence, planning, and rest and relaxation. Okay. So you don't need to be focused. What they were saying is that you don't need to be focused in every single area of your life. Mm-hmm. There's certain tasks that you need to be focused on. It's going to be really difficult to try and stay focused throughout the entire day. You don't need yeah. focus for everything. And then the way that you gain focus is through meditation. Mm-hmm. Apparently, okay. I did not realize I love that. Meditation. <laughs> I need to get better. I with love it. it. I suck. I'm like. I'm like, I could be doing so many things. That's what I literally think every time I try and meditate. I'm like, I could literally be doing so many things with this time. I got to get it have, together. We can have an off, okay. a, a off the record <laughs> conversation. Yes. There's so much I love that and I can talk to you about. But Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I need the help. Okay. And then high energy is gained through exercise. Okay. And yeah. high energy is something that you need for certain things that yeah. you're going to be, when you're being more active, when you're going out and doing certain things, mm-hmm. you need energy in the way to gain that is through exercise. Okay. Um, presence the way you gain presence is by not over committing like you want to make sure you give all of your energy time and attention to your family to your friends to your pet if you're going on a walk with your pet like you don't want to ever make the people you love feel like you're not paying attention you're not really there and the way that you do that is to not over commit not constantly say yes to everything only say yes to the things you want or if you do um do certain things with people then cut it off at a certain time Mm -hmm. don't become um drained by anything you know what i mean tell yourself tell them like i gotta leave early or whatever it is so that you can fully be present in the time that you're actually there Mm, um planning um that's as far as like ideas things you want to work on um your ambitions your passions some of those things actually take time for you to sit down and write it out or it won't happen. No one's going to text you and say, hey, are you working on this? Or, hey, don't you want to, you know what I mean? Like, no one's going to tell you um, to work on your task. That's right. something that you have to sit down and figure out on your own. And then the last one is rest and relaxation. Okay. You definitely obviously. need rest and relaxation to <laughs> be able it. to do. And the way that you get that, obviously, is through making sure you're getting enough sleep. Going out in nature. They, they were talking about, like, spending time in silence. You yeah. know, just mm-hmm. to let yourself think and breathe mm-hmm. for a second, which we talked yeah, about before. We are always like distractions, noise, mm-hmm. TV, social media, 
radio it's always something going on in the yeah background. so i thought those were some really great tips just to think about what do i need <laughs> to be fully present in this moment because like we said it's not about how much time you spend in an area mm-hmm. but it's just about how much you give to that so do i need focus do i need my energy to be up for this do i need to be present you know so those are some good takeaways i like that a lot and i think it gives you a good outlook on you know how to better practice mm-hmm. you know different things in your life um just making sure you're back in and of yourself it's not always about life but it's like i need my rest Mm -hmm. because we don't always think about how do we feel in that it's kind of like what you were saying is don't overcommit. you know sometimes we overstretch ourselves in so many ways and then we're depleted Mm -hmm. and i found a quote from harvard business review and Mm -hmm. it said work-life balance is a cycle not an achievement Mm -hmm. and i love that because I think it's kind of subjective because you probably will get different answers from different people, but mm-hmm. is balance 100% achievable? I don't think it is, me personally. I don't mm-hmm. think that anyone, at least that I've known, can say that they've had 100% perfectly balanced mm-hmm. life. Like everything is just exactly, they have enough time for everything. Yeah. Everything works very well. Mm-hmm. It's never feeling like you're being taken away from something. Yeah, I think that those tips that you gave help us to just navigate that a little bit better. I think it's about, it's a goal that you're constantly working on. It's something that you're always progressing in, but I don't think you ever quote unquote make it in that, you know? And I think we have to understand that because once we understand that, you know, not everything's going to be a hundred percent perfect because that's just not life. Then we can, we can kind of enjoy being Mm -hmm. in the moment a little bit more. I think sometimes because we have so many things going on in our lives, especially nowadays, I feel like today in society, it's like we are just, we act like we're like crazy robotic machines. Like like we act like we can do everything, anything, and we take on everything, and we make all these commitments to all these different things, and it can't be done. So once we realize that, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like, it's yeah. all right. It's that all right sense. to say no. Like, I think that's a whole nother episode on its own. Yeah, it is. is that <laughs> It's okay to say no and to say, I cannot commit to that. Because it's, it's disturbing my flow. Yeah. Like, it, it's disrupting what's going on with what I have right now. Yes. I've made commitments already. Mm-hmm. I already have things planned out and written down. I already have things on my calendar. Mm-hmm. We're not going to disrupt this. No, we cannot do this. That is a great point, like, about not letting things people whatever disrupt what you have going on and that's something that I've struggled with before Mm -hmm. you know what I mean just talking about like if my focus right now is saving money and then someone says hey let's go do this and I'm just like (laughs) you know what I mean you get a little bit of FOMO and you're like oh I want to go or I want to do you know and you can't let people disrupt that and you know what I mean if they care about you they'll understand oh yeah and say okay I get it catch you next time you know what I mean and what you said makes me think about the grass being greener on the other mm-hmm. side. When you think about what is perfect, if you think about a person who has a really amazing job, but you don't see the side that he doesn't get to spend as much time with his kids, yeah. as much time with his wife, and they're complaining. Or maybe you see somebody who is very involved with their family, but they're struggling on the financial side. Whatever it is, because nobody's perfect. Yeah. Nobody has it down packs. You're going to lack in some areas. Sure. So the best sure. thing you can do is just try to give your best to all of those things yes. and not stretch yourself thin. It's all about taking care of yourself. I think that for some reason we just think that, you know, we're just going to be fine. And it's like, <laughs> no. that's not true. It shows up <laughs> and it's crazy because we are, I can speak for 
for myself. I'm great at suppressing things mm-hmm. when, when needed. But I think people in general, we can suppress things, you know. And it may not be anything big and deep. Right. But it could just be, like, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. But you're like, no, I can keep doing it. And I know I've done that before. There was a time in my life, and I've had many different spurts, but I always think about this time in my life when I essentially finishing up college. I was a young single mom. I was working a job. I was in church in like three different ministries at the time. I was stretched so thin. And then I was trying to have a social life. You know, I was in that weird space where I didn't really have friends. I was trying to make friends. And it was like, I had time for nothing. Yeah. I feel like I had really not, I didn't have time for anything. Mm -hmm. And I used to really think that multitasking was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older and have experienced trying to multitask, <laughs> I think multitasking is, like, terrible. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice that you can, you know, like, I can do a couple different things at once when it's not, like, a lot of my focus needs to be there. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think it's a, a, a long-lasting thing that you should be doing with your yeah. life is trying to take on all these things. So then do you think that it looks different, a work-life balance for men and women? But I ask that because a lot of times I've heard, and I'm not married, so I don't know this, but, um, and I obviously too, I don't like generalization, so I'm not saying this is the facts, but mm-hmm. I've heard um, women say, um, women who might be a wife and a mom, but also still work. And they say like, oh, I'll go to work, and then I'm coming home, and then I'm cooking, and I'm cleaning, and I'm taking care of the kids, and my husband goes to work, and then he just comes home and chills. And I know that's not for everyone, but I hear that often. Mm-hmm. Um, or on the other end, I'll hear a man say, well, I'm the sole breadwinner, or I might be the only breadwinner in the house, and my wife stays at home, and she just takes care of the kids, but I'm working, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And, yeah, she takes care at home, but she has so much more time on her hands. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you think it can look different in a general form, or do you think it's just, like, Per person, per family. Yeah, I would say per person, per family, because everybody has different roles that they play. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you take a single man and a single woman, their days could look very similar. Yeah. And they could look very different. You don't see as many single fathers. So I would say in that aspect, a lot of like single women's day are going to look a lot different. And even with the guy, with some single dads, they typically not all the time don't have their child as much as mom does so i'm planning my week all week long for getting up early taking a kid to school grocery shopping for both of us Mm -hmm. packing their lunches getting their clothes out making sure their laundry's out or whatever where their dad may only just be preparing for the weekend you know what i mean so he has his own responsibilities but in that sense i think Mm -hmm. it can look different and the same thing um in marriage now i think that in in my marriage, I'll say, I yeah. feel like we try and distribute the responsibilities evenly. Okay. I do not have a husband who comes home from work and is like, I'm going to just chill. Plus, we both work full-time jobs. Yeah, right. And even when I didn't work, I was a stay-at-home mom. He still helped a lot. And That's great. I don't like the word help that much because mm-hmm. I feel like, especially now that we're both full-time, mm-hmm. um, that we both work full-time, yeah. we both have to take care of these kids full-time. Right. <laughs> it's sure. not like, oh, I'll just come home and help you with a thing or two. Like, it's like, you know, who's cooking tonight? Who's doing dishes tonight? Yeah. Who's going grocery shopping? Who's doing this? Who's giving baths? You know what I mean? We split it. We try to split it evenly. Mm-hmm. So, I think that we both need 
time to work. We both need time for our kids. We both need time for our friends. We yeah. both need time for our passions. We both need time for he wants to go out and play basketball. I want to go work on a DIY project. Mm-hmm. I want to go hang out with my girls. He wants to hang out with his guys. I want to do podcasts. He wants to do music. So, yeah, you know, you just make it that adds another layer yeah. oh, for sure. <laughs> of trying to find the balance because it's like, how are we going to navigate? But it is possible, yeah. you know, but there's again, back to the point, it's still um, no way to distribute things evenly. But I think that it does look the same. Mm-hmm. On both sides. On both sides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a good valid point is, you know, especially like in the situation when it becomes like single versus married, it mm-hmm. looks vastly different uh, just because of all the extra responsibilities that you may have in those different roles. You seem like you guys have worked that out fairly well mm-hmm. to this point, at least, you know, where it's even where, you know, the reason why I brought up this question is because I've heard on other sides yeah. something completely different. I where I'm too. like, oh, oh my goodness. Lord have mercy. I don't want that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but again, I guess it, it just depends on, too, like what you're willing to take. Maybe that is the expectations in that mm-hmm. situation where, hey, you are going to be the one that does this and I'm the one who does this. And that's just what we. And that's doing. good for you sometimes. Yeah. It's very good to establish roles mm-hmm. and it doesn't have anything to do with gender roles like right. well you're the woman so you cook and you clean and I'm the man so I do you know what I mean but there are certain things like I'm never taking out trash I'm never <laughs> putting gas in the car I'm never yeah. getting an oil change or right. nothing of that sort I'm not washing the car nothing yeah that's his job yeah sure. <laughs> and it's not because he's the man that's just his job yeah. well maybe the trash I don't know <laughs> um And there are certain things that he's never, that I have to do that he can't do or never will do. Like, I have to do the girl's hair. I'm giving baths. I'm doing, you know, stuff like that. That we, this is my job. This is your job. You know, as long as I'm taking care of mine. Or maybe you might need to pick me up for a reminder like, hey, uh, (laughs) when you gonna, (laughs) the girl's hair is getting out of whack or... I'll get in the car sometimes and text them like the gas tank is on E. Like <laughs> I have to pick up a gas nozzle. <laughs> yes, or I have to go to the gas station and I'd be so depressed, y'all. Oh I probably God. had to go to the gas station two or three times. <laughs> I, honestly, probably five times since I've been married in eight years. Wow. I've been to a gas station. Girl, and I'd be so mad. And I promise every single time it's raining, so I'd be out there like, I'm out here alone at the gas station in the rain. It's cold and it's windy. Yes. So, and I want to just take this time out to shout out single mothers because when I tell you, when I think about like all of the responsibilities that we share and Mm -hmm. I imagine doing them on my own i promise you i feel like single women are legitimate superheroes and i'm not just talking about the single woman who has it all together and she's you know written several books on how to be a perfect you know (laughs) right i'm talking about the ones who even if you're tired even if you're stressed out if you're doing it on your own like and i just have to give props because i feel like i would be on the floor somewhere (laughs) it definitely takes a whole level of strength but it's a strength that you don't necessarily have you learn it like Mm -hmm. it's not something that unless you've been raised in that environment and you've seen it and you've been exposed to that which some people have Mm -hmm. but you know it's typically something that you're thrown into and you're like I just have to learn that this is how I have to be like this is life I don't have someone to call and say hey can you well my son takes out trash now he has (laughs) he has the manly responsibilities now that he's old (laughs) enough but before I I I didn't have the the luxury of saying hey you do this I do that it's like I don't know that needs to be done that's my job and that's you know that's for a whole nother 
episode well, of like independency and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. I can go into a whole thing of that. What <laughs> would you say as a single mom though? Um, is there any particular struggle when it comes to balance when you don't have another partner full time? It's, it's many different struggles. I mean, it's hard because as a single mom, you are trying to literally do everything. And I think every single mom has a different uh, like family structure. Like some single moms have like really, really involved um, dads involved, yeah. like they co-parent very, very well. They both have, That's awesome. and I think that is one of the most amazing. Like I, I just I love, you know, and not to say I love seeing broken families, but when mm-hmm. people, I mean, it's true. People just. They, they can't be together for whatever yeah. reason. I think that's absolutely okay. But I love when they co-parent and they do it well and they put their pride aside and they say, this is our kid and this yes. is what we're going to do for our child. Not, mm-hmm. you know, put the emotions to the side. Um, so I think those look vastly different than people who may have more of the um, responsibility on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I had a lot of responsibility put on me. And... Um, it's hard when you're trying to do everything. I feel like um, as a single mom and in my particular position, um, I didn't get a chance to really flourish as a, I don't know how to say this. It sounds weird, but I didn't get to flourish as like a nurturing mom. Not that Mm. I didn't have a chance to, I, I obviously nurtured my son, but you know, I didn't have, I was constantly doing everything. I was spread out thin, you know, I'm working and I was going to school and then I was taking care of my son and, you know, doing everything else in between. And now, you know, now that he's older and I have, you know, he's, he's a little bit more, you know, responsible and and independent and I can pour more into him now because he kind of takes on some things in the house and things like that. But I, yeah, I didn't get a chance to like, really hone in on what I wanted to be as a mom necessarily if that makes sense I don't know it if that makes, makes so sense. much sense and and that's the, that for me that's the start the hardest part because it's like I had to be mom and dad and then you can't be perfect at mom when you have to be mom and dad I love that I mean it makes perfect sense and I think you just even gave me like a revelation or an epiphany whatever you want to call it because my oldest daughter um, is from before my marriage Mm -hmm. and I felt that same way with her like I felt sometimes I literally will get sad when I see baby pictures of her because I wish I could go back because I feel like I wasn't able to give her the time and attention and the nurturing because I had to find sitters because I had to go to work because I had to you know what I mean I didn't have the luxury of you stay home with dad or you whatever like I had to drop her off with babysitters and um, I had to work I had stuff to do I had to do everything and I didn't get the time to literally just adore her every single day and every single moment and I have so much regret for it like I said I get emotional sometimes when I see her baby pictures I was start crying (laughs) (laughs) Gabby is such a cry baby but yeah like and so with my other two daughters like my youngest daughter is two she just turned two Mm -hmm. and I literally cherish every single second I'll literally stare at her when she sleep like this is the last day she's going to be this little, this look, this young. Um, I cherish it so much. I did it with my two youngest daughters, but I was also married when I had yeah. them. And I was a single, I'm not a single mom. I'm sorry. I was a stay at home mom yeah. with my second daughter. And then 
Um, I work from home with my third daughter, so I have so much more time and attention and help and everything with them too than I did with my first daughter. And it's just like, how do you even make up for that? Can you even make up for that? So it is, it, it really is a, um, I didn't even realize how much of a change it was with work-life balance. Like I have now the time to give the energy to my children that I didn't have then. Yeah, yeah and I think necessarily... I mean, everyone's situation looks different in this particular um, arena, but, like, for me, I don't think there's really a quote-unquote making it up because a lot of that was when he was so young. Mm -hmm. It's going to be times that he doesn't remember. He won't remember mom being at school for hours of the day (laughs) and then working second shift and, you know, seeing him in between. He's not going to remember that. He's going to remember what he is now. As a teenager, you know, I can't think of anything from when I was eight (laughs) at all. I don't even know if I can think of things when I was 12. (laughs) But um, I think it's just I've you know, life has settled down for me to a degree where I do have more flexibility to pour into him and to really cherish that time. So I think it's, I think it's more so impacts me Mm. than it does him for the fact that it was more of his younger years that he won't remember missing mom, but I remember missing him. Mm, That makes sense. Cause I do, I wonder like, and it's so funny because I was literally a single mom for one year. I met my husband the day after my daughter turned one. And then a couple of months later, we started yeah. dating. So it wasn't that long, but yeah, I'm just but like. Still, a whole year's time. A whole year's time. But I'm yeah. like, I'm sitting here thinking like she's going to remember that time when <laughs> she, won't, she was but we six do. months old. You we know, do. And, that, and it yeah. affects us. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, definitely. That was a good question. That kind of threw me off. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <prepared. laughs> I like when it's a little spontaneous. That was not in our plans. That was but... not in the plans. I'm <laughs> a little emotional for a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, so then when we talk about, I mean, and I think this looks different, but we kind of talked about earlier prioritizing things. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone's going to have a different priority list. Mm-hmm. And then also it just depends on how your life's set up. You might not have kids. Maybe family's not on your priority list because you moved to texas and you live in life with no one around you i would love to hear from someone with no kids about work no about work-life balance yeah because it's kind of like what are you balancing no (laughs) i'm just i'm like like, you have nothing to do (laughs) you have nothing to do what do you do after work you take care of yourself no no no, i'm just playing i'm just playing But, but but i would be interested to hear what someone has to say in regards to work-life balance when they are maybe a single woman or a single man, not married, mm-hmm. just living life. Yeah, I asked my cousin, <laughs> Savon, y'all, he was on our cheating episode before, and I'll ask him, like, I seen him at a party we had uh, a couple of months ago, and I was like, um, what is a typical day like for you and Sarah, your his wife? Yeah. And he was like, and they just looked at each other and bust out laughing, and I was like, oh my gosh, and they're like, nothing we just be picking with each other or even when he came over to um record the podcast we was like i'm like i'm sorry i'm late i was doing this and this and that and he was like oh this is the first thing i did today and i'm just like man that (laughs) must must be be nice nice. i'm like my saturdays they don't stop right yeah (laughs) so so it does look super different so i think priorities and you know what you're putting as importance is going to look um, different for everyone but I think it's important to establish that like mm-hmm. to establish your priorities because that's where you're going to learn um, how to say and what to say no to mm. um, when those things pop up because you've already established a schedule um, but when it comes to like people who are stretched so thin I think it's really important to learn to outsource things mm-hmm. and what I mean by outsourcing is like 
let's say you have so much to do or maybe it's you and your spouse and you have don't have time for each other get a nanny get a sitter Mm -hmm. um maybe you are someone who maybe work is just busy you have kids let's say that you have to take them here and there all these different activities and the house can never stay clean hire a housekeeper um maybe you are someone who has um a, a, like a really demanding high energy job and you feel like you're drowning in your work hire virtual assistants mm-hmm. um you know i think that the the older i get and this is very I, i've just changed so much it's amazing <laughs> but for good um as i've gotten older because when i was younger it was like i'll do it all i'll do it all i'll do it all i can do this and i I did do it all but i was draining myself and i wasn't happy doing it all but i did it all Mm -hmm. and i I would always think like i won't pay someone to do that i can do that why would i pay someone to do that like that's a waste of money (laughs) and as i get older i'm like shoot i'm about to i mean (laughs) I, i like my outsourcing for me is like probably like Having someone deliver groceries to me if I don't feel like going to grocery store and have them delivered to my house. But even that, saves that you hours. simple thing <laughs> saves you. I don't have to go into the grocery store. I don't have to worry about that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Literally just order on the app. It's at my door. Boom, it's done. Mm-hmm. It's even the simplest things like that. But as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate those things. And I've even told other pe- people who, you know, they might tell me their situation of like, life's just too busy. Life's just, I'm like, hire someone. Mm-hmm. There's people on care.com that will take care of your loved ones that will clean your house that will walk your dog like there's been times where when my life was really busy where i was like i might have to hire a dog walker because it was just so crazy Mm -hmm. it's okay to do those things it Mm -hmm. does not it's not like you're bad for hiring somebody i think some people like they feel guilty like Mm -hmm. i can't do it and it's like but it's okay. You it's okay. can't do it all. Have someone help you. It's beneficial to you. Yes. Like, put money into things that actually benefit you. We waste money on so many other things. Mm. Like, put money into something that's going to help you. That's going to... Yes. I've thought about many times, and I need to actually take advantage of it. But I've thought many times about hiring somebody to just come and clean. Yeah. Because I'm just like, all of these children, I just feel like it's mm-hmm. never ending. I would love for somebody to come in my house and clean. And it's not super expensive because not it may all. not be something that you have, you're not going to have like Florence come live in your house and right. clean every little thing you do. Maybe once or twice Why a month they come Florence? in. Because the Jeffersons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Flow sucky said it just came so flowed out so well. Like, like who is that? Florence. I say that to my kids all the time. Do I look like Florence today? I say that to all the time, and they be like, "And then they be calling me Florence." Oh my god, they're so petty. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you don't have to hire a permanent maid. But maybe once a month, maybe twice a month, to come in and and get the the deeper task or whatever it is that you mm-hmm. don't want to do or don't have yes. time to do. And it makes you feel so much better. Why not? I think that that's a whole nother episode about money episode. because we need to start using our money to invest in things that are going to help us to yes. grow and be better and not so many materialistic things, but yeah, yeah we'll another episode. Other kinds of things, but we don't want to spend money on things that will actually Hair, help us nails, in life. <laughs> food, makeup, everything but when somebody talks about oh get a financial advisor or no no, no, i can't afford that well looking at your bank statement you spent five hundred dollars on food this month going out and drinks so i think you can't afford it you you definitely (laughs) can and it's way cheaper than that (laughs) way cheaper than that okay so i think that was a lot of good tips it was really good let's close out with our um activity activity okay so i was listening to jay shetty's podcast and he was talking about a book 
um, called Win by Daniel Pink. Mm -hmm. And there's an exercise in there Mm -hmm. um, to help you figure out um, your prototype for completing analytical tasks. Basically, like, when is the best time for you? So I'm going to ask you these questions, and then I want y'all to (laughs) um, go along with it to help figure out when your best time is. Okay. So we're going to start by establishing your general sleep time. Okay. Your general wake time okay. and the midpoint. Okay. So what time do you go to bed? What time do you wake up? I go to bed at nine. Okay. I wake up about five. Okay. So what is the center point of that? So you're asking me to do math. Uh, nine, <laughs> 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1. Okay. 1 a.m. All right. God, so. y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so bad at No, math. I'm, I'm going to listen. Because when you said those hours, I was like, uh. I hope that's correct. <laughs> All right, so 1 a.m. Wait, is that eight hours? That's eight hours. Okay, all right, 1 a.m. So that's halfway through. So if your midpoint is 3 a.m. or earlier, your prototype is considered a lark. A lark is a person who can complete analytical tasks best early in the morning. Yes. I so would that's agree, yeah, 100%. very early. <laughs> that's when you want to get your planning done. That's mm-hmm. when you want to get your meditation done. That's yep. when you want to, you know, get all those things to prepare you for your day. Because honestly, one to two hours in the morning for you will literally change the trajectory of your whole next twenty-two hours. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, so let's do mine. Okay. Now I'm gonna say I'm about eleven to seven. What is the midpoint for that? <laughs> Let me do my math. Three. Is it three? Yeah. Oh, that's five hours. Okay. Listen, y'all, don't be judging us. I'm sure y'all over there counting with y'all fingers too. Right. <laughs> um, so my midpoint would be, what do we say, 4 a.m.? Um, something like that. Something like that. Um, but that would put me, that would put me in between. So, dang it. Okay. Oh, you're an in-between. I'm an in-between. Okay. There is a name for an in-between, though. Yeah. So in-between yeah. is called a third bird. So... That means midday to evening, midday, or I'm sorry, midday to afternoon Okay, is the best time for me to figure out like what I'm going to do, which makes sense to me because I like I've tried and I think that everybody has a mentality that the early bird gets the worm and get up early, 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 but that's not true. Everybody doesn't function the best. Some people wake up early in the morning and that's when they're high energy. That's when yeah. I've literally tried and it did nothing but become irritated. <laughs> um, but I think around like 2, 3 p.m., I would love to sit down and take time then, you know, to, yeah. to figure out things. So okay. anyway, if you are if your midpoint is 530 a.m. or later then um, late afternoon, evening is going to okay. be the best times for you. And I've heard yeah. people say, like my husband, he says that that's the best time for him to think, mm-hmm. especially like musicians and stuff. You hear them say, like, I'm not going to the studio early in the morning. Like, I want to go at night. Late at night. Yeah, and... like sometimes that's just when you work best. So, yeah. um, Lark, oh, I'm sorry, and that, so Lark is early morning, Owl is late afternoon, and then third bird is in between so go ahead and figure this out so you can know when is the best time to sit down and start focusing on your tasks to plan a trajectory for the rest of your day yes and we'll make sure that we put this on our social media so that takes us to follow our social media yes. <laughs> links are below um in this podcast and you'll be able to see all this information about the times and what uh, lark 
owl, third bird, which one you are. <laughs> and that can help you uh, figure out, you know, how you can better operate in your day. If you yeah. operate better in the help morning. Help you get a little bit of balance. Yeah, let's all be balanced. Um, yep. Again, you guys, we just thank you so much for listening. listening. We thank you um, just for all of your support. We ask you to make sure that you follow us, subscribe to us so you don't miss an episode. Um, If you missed our uh, Instagram post, right now we're doing something a little different. Mm -hmm. So we are dropping episodes every other Monday just for now. Um, We'll let you guys know when we're going back to every Monday. But as of now, every other Monday we'll be dropping episodes. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of this information. Uh, We just thank you all so much. Make sure you share, that you rate, you review. And we just thank you all for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.